Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and thank you for joining us here on another episode of Greetings, the greeting card podcast. I got my 23andMe back, and I'm one of your hosts, Dan Conroy. And I stole part of his 23andMe, so now he has fewer chromosomes than you need, but I am Bobby O'Rourke. Just a little bit of blood taken away so Bobby can live yet another day. That's what we say every time we droop the blood on his forehead when he goes to bed. It's a special process we have. Yeah, I mean, I, I need it too, and you're not doing anything else. Just just feed me the blood packets like I ask you, and we'll all be fine and dandy, and I will live yet another day on this godforsaken earth. And I hope you live a few more, Bobby, because we hear probably as you're listening to this ding dongs in our 52nd episode means that we have completely forgotten to discuss or no, sorry, 51st. We have completely forgotten to discuss in the moment our 50th episode. And we we should definitely do a shout out to Mr. Keith St. Lawrence of the amazing podcast. Take us to the pilot with our friend JJ Focaraccio, JJ and Keith, both friends of the podcast. Check it out. Take us to the pilot. It is an amazing podcast about sitcom pilots and what they are about. Uh, Keith reminding us that our gutness episode, our last one, was the 50th. 50 episodes, roughly an hour each. That is two whole days of listening mm-hmm. to your ding dong and then two hours at the end. So if you think about it like that. You take off Monday, take off Tuesday. Work won't need you. They'll figure someone else to press the cider at the old cider mill. Mm -hmm. And then the morning before you go to work, you've got two hours if you get up at six to uh, make it out the door by nine if your commute is an hour. I've, I've assumed a lot about you. But I like to think that's all right. All the market research says you're right. And you know what? You know, Yom Kippur is coming. You're going to atone, cleanse yourself, and then you're going to listen to two straight hours of the podcast to get yourself right back on that sin horse. Uh, And I should say, Dan... I guess to be a stickler, it is the, I believe it's the 50th card we're going to do. Like, and uh. also let be, cause we'll be on, we didn't count the greets giving episodes too. So I think that that threw a wrench in the, in the system as well. So we're not the 50th episode. We're the 50th card. I think so. But if oh. I, if I'm wrong, then so is Keith. And that proves that, <laughs> that I was right all the whole time. If I was wrong, so was Keith. And you can, and you could put that in your pocket. And that's like a feeling of, you know what? At the very least, if I have to eat crow because of this situation, so does Keith in the process. I'm not going down without a fight, Keith. You heard it no. here. <laughs> Keith, we're calling you out. Was it card or was it episode? J- uh, he- JJ, you stay out of this, old man. JJ, have a seat. Get ready for the pilot of Frasier, which if you guys are ever doing and you need a special guest about, mm-hmm. wink, wink. Wait, I'm checking right now to see what I just want to know. We have hit 50 episodes, so that might include the greets given. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I would love to be wrong. Only because I'm thinking we've had... You know, looking back as sort of a retrospective, which we'll also do during our greets giving, so I don't know why I'm doing it right now, but we have done double cards. We've done triple cards. Have we ever done four cards in an episode? I don't think we got there. No, I don't think we're allowed to break that barrier. It's it's sort of like going faster than sound. You know, at some point you just circle back and open up a hole and I'm back at episode one telling you about fish and how little I know about them. I don't, I don't want to go there. You know, some doors should be closed forever. Yeah, we did a lot of education about fish in that time. And by that, I mean, we've done none at all. Because it's been over a year since we started this because that time between that pilot and now is or the time between that pilot and the second episode, that was when we should have gotten all of our fish fish research in. And we've we never really made it there. I feel like we have brought up so many questions, dropped so much information that we did not know and i i don't retain anything that we record here i it gets forgotten the minute these damn mics go off no i like to think that's part of our magic because in this era of marvel cinematic supernovas you know there's such a sensation of like you have to be in lockstep there's a plan everything is going to lead to something else and what we really are is an antidote to say we haven't listened we make no. up stuff. If you go back and tell us we're wrong, we'll just say, well, you didn't hear the next episode. We'll correct it. And then we won't do it then. And and the cycle no. will continue. Your memory is just as bad as ours is, whether you can blame social media for that or the way you communicate with your family or friends or just the instant gratification of life anymore. One way or another, you are no longer thinking more than the 20 seconds that have been past you. And so you forget 
probably our episodes as quickly as we do. So let's not get on us about how many times we've referenced the same things or how many times we said we were going to look something up and talk about it the next episode and then never do. That is to the wind. Y'all are lucky that sometimes I remember to make fun Photoshop things and put it on the Instagram, which by the time this recording has already gone up, uh, I will have put that up, the Tom Clancy thing that I made. Oh, yes. That is one thing I really do think we could bring out as physical media or electronic media is we have invented a few things that I think need to see the light of day. The Tom Clancy's, the Carly Simon loss, the best novel. I think the the Chevy LimeWire probably deserves at least some kind of design drawing that I think we can create. We still have not. I've been meaning to put pen to paper in regards to MMA grandmother, mm. but that's been a little bit harder. The, tr- <laughs> the treatment is in good shape, but it's not quite ready yet yeah. to go into production. We're in the pitch phase. Yeah. We're talking to a couple of studios about this poster we want to make on Photoshop. And and um, I think at first we were talking about at first we were talking about who we were casting there. I think you and I agreed. I think you brought up B. Arthur, and I agreed with that. But I don't remember. Do we get Dean Cain to do? Uh, I believe we like did the, ask if Dean Cain was free. <laughs> do we, hey, is Dean Cain free to be the photo in this poster for MMA grandmother? This thing that doesn't exist. And then I forget if he's like the retired MMA fighter who then teaches B. Arthur, who is not only very much passed away, but also was much older than Dean Kane to become the MMA grandmother that we always wanted. Films are a lot about how you are unfulfilled in your own life, as harsh as that sounds. But you need to hear it. Need to hear it. No matter what that movie is, you wanted to lose your Irish lover on a luxury boat in 1912. You wanted to be a dog who was allowed to play basketball. No matter where you are on the spectrum, something about your life is unfulfilled. And you need it to be fulfilled through film. And in this way, you can feel like, yeah, I never did have a matriarchal figure in my life who also was very good at a form of fighting that used to be illegal in this country. And no, that's it's a where... blessing. You know, a lot some families have them and, you know, I envy them in a way. Like not many people have Aikido Auntie, you know, like the unsung straight to a DVD sequel that never never really saw the light of day what is that now aikido auntie that one had oh oh you said it so quickly i didn't get it aikido auntie i thought i don't know what i thought you were referencing but it's you know it's a shame though because the prequel lacrosse uncle really didn't go anywhere it unfortunately was a it had it had similar casting to halloween lawyer and so a lot of people were making unfair correlations to it but i will say just for my money uh Haile abuelo was a beautifully told story <laughs> i didn't know they a said jimmy of... smith was past his prime and let me tell you they were wrong he's got the knees for it he's got the knees to throw that it's called a pelota the thing that goes so fast i don't know why i said it with a little bit of a lilt because you want to be authentic i want it to be yeah 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 i i was thinking i think i was got called out the other day for i was referencing the amazing artist selena but I said it like that. My friend's like, you mean Selena? And I'm like, well, the, her name was no, Selena. No, I said like, Selena. Yeah, I'm not going to white it up just because I'm the one saying it right now. But fair enough, one way or another. We have a couple of posters we're going to have to run by you guys. If there's if there's ever a piece of media that we're missing that you guys need us to. I We had another, oh, we had another Tom Clancy book we said we were going to make. And I completely forgot. I wrote it. a few uh, down, but I don't have them in front of me. So I can, again... For our promise, do some quote research unquote, and then get back to us. <laughs> no, I have. A, I know. I always write it down. Well, of course, from the last episode, I do me do need to make the new album by Billy Shams and the Grandels, Button It Till Dawn, <laughs> which is uh, that's probably like math jazz, I guess. You owe it to the people. Yeah, I owe it to I owe it to all of them who subscribe and go on the Instagram and Twitter. They they deserve it. Who, who were you saying was Clarence Clements's nephew who is now with the E Street Band? I think Jake, Jake, Jake Clements. Maybe Jake Clements is available to do a quick recording of um, Button It Up Till Dawn. Hey, Jake. Oh, guys, because I was talking about having seen the boss himself over Labor Day. And uh, wait, is it? Oh, wait, did I get it wrong? I thought it was Jake Clements. You really Hold got on. your jersey on Labor Day weekend, Bruce Springsteen Yeah, it is Jake show. Clements. I did. I really did get my Garden State in. And, and you know what? I even Garden Stated it even heavier because when we went, I had a bandana on my head, kind of like putting my hair down because it was so muggy. But it was a Jersey Organic Tomatoes branded oh, bandana. So I looked like I was in a co-op farm, Chef's like kiss. checking checking on my Ramapo tomatoes or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I was repping the Garden State that uh, Sunday, and um, my parents were enjoying James Taylor the next day. So mm. it was live music abound. The Ramapo tomatoes, too, very good soccer team, too, I've heard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're always very, um, I'd call them a fresh and juicy team. <laughs> 
That's what the mascot says <laughs> when he followed me in the parking lot. Fresh, juicy, and high in lycopene. <laughs> the one thing that I was hoping that I didn't get was that, because that was the same weekend. I don't remember if it was the same day that uh, Jimmy Buffett passed away. Oh, that's the right. Himself, the original Parrothead himself, RIP. He's wasting away again in Margaritaville now. But <laughs> I was hoping that Springsteen was going to do one song. But I don't. there would have been no connection Which there. one There's do you think it'd be? If I had a choice, I would love to hear his version of boat drinks or or changes or changes in latitude, changes in attitude. Mm. I think that'd be good for Bruce's now like raspier era. Mm. I mean, he always kind of had a gruffer voice, but now it's it's definitely more of a speak talk sing a talk singing voice. How long and are I think, you expected to sing like that? You know, it's all these giants of the previous era. You know, Billy Joel, Elton John, Paul McCartney, Springsteen. It's like, yeah, you can't keep doing this to your voice for forty years. At some point, something's got to give, fellas. It still sounds really good. I enjoy the later stages, but it's different. The fact that anyone is able to retain some semblance of their voice like that professionally for 50 years, however long yeah. they've been doing it, is a miracle. I, I will, as as different as it might sound, when someone at least is able to get there. Like I was thinking the other day, I was uh, last night watching some older or newer episodes, I should say, of The Simpsons, which is always tougher because the first thing you notice is the trend, the change in voices. Mm -hmm. And Julie Kavner's in particular, people have always mentioned, is significantly different as Marge Simpson than it originally was. And while that's true, and I don't deny that, it's tougher with cartoon characters, there should be some reverence to the fact that she has been doing that very difficult voice since 1989. Yeah endlessly like how many episodes are each season like 20 so 20 episodes a year and constant takes countless takes to make that character happen just grading under voice and i think she also does patty and selma bouvier she also does so three characters with just the kind of gravel voices who was the singer you mentioned bobby that used to like eat eggshell oh Tallulah bankhead yeah like the same kind of style of raspy voice it might even have behooved her to eat eggshells to keep that raspy voice going but yeah, just, just really a, a credit to the craft they are. Show business is hard on women and throats. Yes. We all know that. Mm. Yeah, he sounded super great. We did not get a raspy version of any Jimmy Buffett songs, mm. as cool as that would have been. Well, but... I'm glad the concert was good otherwise. Thank you, friend. I'm glad that you had a decent Labor Day as well. I did. Thank you. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. We're so. wishing each other. Look, guys, this is going to come out a lot later, but we're wishing each other good Labor Days now. You'll get your Halloween content, all right? Yeah. But for now- Hang tight. Hang tight, you losers, all right? I'm I'm trying to stretch it out as best I can to- getting to the Halloween stuff because it it just took the wind out of my... As much as I love Halloween, seeing it in August was just weird. Well, I had to change my shirt afterwards. That sounded worse than, than it, I meant it, but I meant like I was sweating, saw like a pumpkin in a window, and they're like, I'm, I gotta change... I'm so hot. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not ready. Because you immediately feel behind because I haven't even thought about what my costume's going to be yet. Mm -mm. I'm trying to think if I could just do Deirdre Bubirdra again from Everything Everywhere. Or if I'm just going to go as Bob Ross for the eighth time. It's a classic, I will say. You look good. Thank you, man. I'd have to cut my hair a little bit to get that old perm look going. Or maybe I'll just get a perm. Never got one. See, I don't know how it works on long hair. I don't think that's the point. You have to have short I hair I think there's one way to find out. <laughs> there's only one way to find out. And money to be spent on it. Just like you guys don't have to spend money for what is going to be the card we are reviewing today that Ooh. I have provided. Bobby, do you have it up and ready to go? I am grabbing it as we speak. And as you are grabbing it, I would like to remind, of course, our ding-dongs that you can always look at the card and enjoy it in real time at Greetings Pod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on X, that cool energy drink from the 90s name. That X. new Tony Hawk social media site that everyone is flipping out for. That one half of the Aerosmith game that was about fighting a dystopian Nazi-like hell that doesn't allow music anymore. I uh, <laughs> did not know that was a thing. Revolution X. Look it up. It's Aerosmith. There's a new world order that says no more music. <laughs> and Aerosmith's going to save the day. You know what kids are super into in the 90s? Aerosmith. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very weird game because, yeah, it's just very, like... It's an incredibly totalitarian world, but the one thing they're not allowed to have is rock music. And it's like, screw you, Dad. <laughs> Walk this way. Put those spoons away, son. You're not going to be a musician. <laughs> Dad. That box is for storing things, not for not for making showtime sounds. <laughs> no son of mine's going to be in stomp. 
even rhythmic banging is too close to music. My son is a quiet flautist, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> a closeted flautist. The quiet flautist. Now, there's a Philip Roth novel for you, The Quiet Flautist. Absolutely. Much like every other Philip Roth novel, it's about a young Jewish kid in Newark who has problems. <laughs> That would have been the sequel to American Pastoral, but it's just about uh, Zuckerman needing another story. And he's just like, oh, I'm just going to this kid likes to uh, this kid likes to flout, but quietly I'll do that. You pigs will eat anything. It's much nicer than that story about the girl that blew up a post office. I just read that recently and I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, he's really he's really going for it. Which one is that? Which one is the post office? Oh, that's American Pastoral. Oh, yeah. I never got to that one. It's good. It's very good. It's very, um, it's brutal. It's definitely moments of br- brutal. I mean, I'm reading something from Cormac McCarthy now, so okay. I've only, <laughs> I've only upped the brutality. Dealing in but, the light uh, comedies, Airplane, uh, Blazing Saddles, <laughs> Blood Meridian. Blood Meridian was our generation's Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> and that sentence doesn't make any sense, but. <laughs> yeah, knowing also that Dude, Where's My Car was also our generation's Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> Cormac McCarthy's Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> To see where that, to see what he could have done with that, no, just, just, <laughs> just those aliens blowing up people's heads or something like that. It just would have been like, just would have been brutal. I don't know. Uh, well, I do have a card up. So, oh, awesome! Uh, <laughs> yeah. You sure? Yeah, I do. Oh, cool. All right. All right. This is a big one too. This sent over quite large. Oh boy. Oh, this is this feels tactile. Dan, I'm in. I'm like impressed and frightened in a very nice cocktail measurement here. So we have a sort of a cream white background, and there are the words "Happy Birthday," "Happy in Blue," "Birthday in Red." No exclamation. So it's just a very candid "Happy Birthday." That's it. There are streamers in the background as well: red, blue, yellow, green, and so it's clearly a party. And then on the ground of the card, there's confetti, also multicolored. There's a lovely little chocolate cake with some white frosting. It looks very good. There are four lit candles. And then, if I could draw your attention to the center of the card, there are what appear to be... What are those? They're not stress balls, but they're the furry balls. Koosh balls. balls. Koosh balls. Thank you. Yeah. There appear to be anthropomorphized koosh balls, blue, purple, and green, and sort of a mama, a papa, mama, kid organization. And they look horrified because they have huge <laughs> glowing white orbs of eyes with, with black pupils and no irises. And the big blue one has glasses on, like a 1950s father. The middle-sized purple one has eyelashes, like a leave it to beaver mom. And the young kid has nothing of note about him, except he has... His, his eyes are bigger... I'm sorry, I just want to say his eyes are bigger proportionally they are. than that's the true. rest of his body. Yeah, that's true. And they're all wearing party hats. The father's wearing uh, green and blue. The mother is wearing white and red, and the child is wearing orange and blue. So, Dan, I can see why you picked it up. <laughs> you understand where my attention was yes, at cer- the time certainly. of having seen this. Uh, to give a little extra behind the scenes as we're doing this little actor's commentary as we're discussing the card here this card was found at a local discount store nearby where i work and it brought to question to me the quality differences in the greeting cards that are available at various types of stores because this is clearly not cutting the mustard for an american greetings or hallmark this is going to be a third greeting card company that we'll talk about in a little bit. Obviously, there are hundreds of mm. greeting card, or uh, we'll say dozens. I don't know if there's hundreds. We've only found about a couple, probably under 10 in our time here. So it's, I think it would be a little too grandiose of us to say dozens. But or Our DEI initiatives are not going well when we try to get underrepresented card companies here. I got to say, <laughs> we got a lot of work to do. We're trying our best. But yeah, I feel like the problem is that some of them are so nice. And a lot of times we need to find ones that are funny to keep the content rolling. So those are usually made by the big guys who uh, are... You know, the, the more things slip through the cracks when you're a bigger company. This one's even somewhere in the middle, though, where it is a discount card company. So you can see that the design and art of this is very, to me, odd and very random. Down to the point where if you take a moment to really look at the computer-generated kushball creatures that we're looking at, this would be like very impressive computer animation for like 1996 Mm -hmm. this is like the computer animation of toy story the first one yeah it looks like pixar from like circa the 90s yeah yeah and and they look like characters that could have been in toy story and and mind you i have no reason to believe that this wasn't 
designed recently. I found this pretty recently at a discount store. It has a URL address on the back of it, which we'll get to later. But yeah, everything about it just feels like it was sort of clumped together in a Photoshop fashion. Everything from the streamers to the white background to the characters that are obviously very properly gendered. Dad's blue and he's got eyesight problems. Mom's pink. She's got big old eyelashes like a performer. And kid is small with big glasses and is green or big eyes and is green and has the biggest cone because I'm guessing it's the little koosh ball's birthday. I'm not too sure. That that hasn't been made clear to us. We have not been given any exposition. No, yeah. We've only just been introduced to these characters. There's no telling where the next 17 pages of the card will go. (laughs) Exactly. And that's about as long as it is. I I want us to start getting into greeting card pamphlets that start teaching you about how to properly celebrate your birthday, how to invite people over. If you want to make a dam on your birthday, here's how to do it properly. What sort of energy sources can we use? Is it water? Is it gristmill? Let's know. How to sever your colonies from King George III on your birthday. Oh no, I've gotten bitten by a copperhead. How do I get the poison out? (laughs) On your birthday. On your birthday. How to make bad kimchi on your birthday. (laughs) Bad birthday kimchi. Oh, I am in the mood for some bad birthday kimchi oh, right now. Yeah, it's, you're just, making me it's just cabbage in a pot. Ladies and gentlemen, we record right before dinner. So often by the end of this episode, if you can feel us losing interest in your viewership and your listenership, it's because we're <laughs> very hungry. Is that why we talk about candy so much? Because I That's the best of reason, because otherwise we just lose focus so easily. Yeah, it's almost like you and I recognize that we're sort of drifting in concentration because we're thinking about eating right after this. So we need to like snap each other back. We're like two night guards trying to wake each other up at like three in the morning to ensure that the king is safe. Of course, Georgie himself. And so we are both trying to bring up something else that one of us will actually want to talk about. Like, what's your favorite kind of Clark bar? Uh, one that's hot. Uh, eel. Eel. Eel Clark bar. It's the sliminess inside. If there's no protein in my Clark bar, because the peanut butter's not enough. Mm-mm. Yeah, th- this card just really strikes me as more of like someone's student project in making a card. Like, a, like more like a student project in like graphic, 3D graphic design or 3D special effects. You know, I kind of like it though. You don't see this style that much anymore because you're right. It is sort of. I don't know what you'd call the generations because I'm not an expert in this, but it is 90s, late 90s Pixar. It's got some computer generated chops and it's not over assuming, you know, it's not trying to do too much and it doesn't have that aged CGI that you get with a lot of action movies from that era where you could tell they had CGI but didn't know how to use it properly. It looks kind of like a cool computer generated picture you kind you might win at the boardwalk at a stand you know they used to have like photos of of, they used to have like computer generated photos of landscapes that were hyper realistic like this and i I don't Mm. dislike this actually on the first cut i think this is a pretty enticing front page for me at least i think if it was accompanied with more enticing text like the way it tries to set up a scenario or bring us in with more clever wordplay or is just more wholesome and what's the word I'm looking for and uh, not intimate Christian. Yeah, I really this is where VeggieTales walked so that we could have ran. But instead, you went back to crawling and, and we had we to do like the 12 stations, the too. That really this, slowed this us down. actually this actually looks like, yeah, this of course, this is where they've met Simon of Cyrene and he goes like, yeah, sure, I'll pick up the damn thing for you. Oh, I can't do your own thing because I'm a carpenter. This looks like this looks like a first draft of Veggie Tales. I know does, what you're saying yeah. like it's it's not bad uh, graphics and it certainly is impressive for its time. And even now it looks kind of cool, like there's nothing inherently wrong with it. But it also does feel dated. It definitely feels like. Oh, yeah. If this were a moving image in any way. Yeah. No way. It's going to last longer than it takes to put it into the 399 bit at Best Buy. But the fact that it is a still photo that only has a single image and then little text. It's I appreciate the restraint. I think the person who made this said, I know exactly how far I can go and then I'll pull it back. That's that's why I like this. For me, it feels like we, you know, the animation studio that came up with VeggieTales was like, all right. I've got a souped up Macintosh too, and I've got the book of Leviticus. What am I doing? And he came, and he first came up with these koosh balls and was like, nope, try again. And then he looked at a cucumber that was sitting in his office because he eats at his office, at his desk, because he's so busy. And he goes, that's it, right there. Cucumber, tomato, a couple of other things. I'd never watched a lot of VeggieTales. There we go. <laughs> 
I mean, he had great success with the famous uh, video game of our childhood, Backyard Jesus Camp. That one was great to put on your CD-ROM. So oh. I'm not surprised that this one also yeah, caught yeah. on. Putt-Putt saves the church picnic from yet another rain out so no one buys the bad egg salad. That was also a great sequel to that. <laughs> It's perfect perfect choices for a uh, raised a uh, sheltered kid who can only play fun Jesus games. <laughs> Everyone was one or knew one, I think, where they grew up. There was always someone who was like, What's a video game? And you're like, um oh, I actually don't know how my to friend. I don't know how to yeah. describe this to you. Do you play GTA three? Uh, I didn't know I didn't know yeah. I didn't know a lot of kids like that. I think we just ended up playing like Mario Party. That that felt like it's that very was safe. safe enough. It's fu- and it's fun too. Yeah. That was I, I did and I'm not. I'm not meaning this as an insult. I did know a family in uh, my hometown that they weren't really overtly religious. They were just sort of quiet and like didn't jive with other people. And we played a yeah. video game with the son once. There was a son and a daughter, and he was like a little scared of it. He's like, I don't like this. And it was Star Fox, so it wasn't even like a particularly <laughs> intense game, but it was like a laser shooting game in ships. And he just seemed yeah. like very freaked out by it. And I never forgot the sensation of like, oh. Well, I don't know how to talk to you anymore, so I guess I'm going to go uh, over this corner and wait. This is, this is the only thing we had together that was kind of keeping our friendship alive. <laughs> <laughs> then I can enjoy this game alongside you. You're beginning to sound just like your father. Do a barrel I, roll. I, do a barrel roll. That, there, is something, there is something about that game that I could see if you were not raised with video games could be a little daunting. I, I think like the twists and turns going around like the... I'm trying to remember that it was first stages through like the buildings and whatnot. Definitely the last stage when you're at the main enemy and you're just trying to like defeat his oh, face. Oh, Andros, you had to just just Andros, just yeah, when you're fighting face, Andros, yeah. yeah, yeah, you just have to rip him up. That could be a little scary. I'm trying to remember if anyone's like that. I just remember playing Vice City for the first time, being like, "No, nah, this is the best game." So mm. you know, I that life life is about dichotomies. I can both hang out with these kids that are more like goody two shoes, and then I can go home and just take a grenade launcher to whatever makes me unhappy. Yeah. That's that is sort of the release. I was having my own personal purge, like my own purge day <laughs> at home. I'm not going to purge in the real world because that's amoral, but I can purge in the game. And look at you now, well-adjusted, a white man with a podcast. What could go wrong? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a white male with a podcast in an apartment room thinking about how I want to play Red Dead Redemption all over again. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that combination one bit. Mm-mm. This combination, however, is, is the cake differently animated than the three Koosh balls? I feel like it's like a whole different art style. It looks a little more cartoony. Like they yeah. look like a bug's life. And then that looks more yes. SpongeBobby. It, it, it's it, it does feel more hand-drawn than the rest of the card. And I think maybe also one thing that adds to my discomfort when I see this card is that we are celebrating in what feels like a three-foot radius in the white abyss. So these creatures... Yes, they are, they these, are living in the void. It does appear that way. These sea urchins that we have befriended and have invited us to their birthday party for their smallest of the urchins live in this room where nothing else exists sort of it's a black hole took everything else and we're sort of in the in-between in the white walls purgatory but they found a way to put streamers up they found decorative trash confetti and they found a what appears to be a chocolate cake with white icing but very minuscule amounts of it and we found ways to celebrate i just kind of want to make sure that these creatures lead lives that they find comfortable or at least not harrowing because their eyes tell otherwise i was gonna say yeah by the eyes i don't think that's the case for this card (laughs) it feels like they feel eternal torment (laughs) (laughs) they've seen too deep they have they're they're looking into that white abyss um i'm not going to bring up the jaunt again but just like the jaunt (laughs) i mean it's a great short story it's a great short story that i keep bringing speaking of another author who found a thing and was like yep that's it 40 books later yeah (laughs) yeah this spooky spooky things in maine all right got it he's got two things he likes spooky things in maine and and now conspiracy well he didn't do things beyond 11 that were conspiracy right that i remember Uh, that's the i mean i love that book i actually think that's one of the best things stephen king's ever written it's it's more about like taking it is good i I think that's more about like reliving an historical period than it is a conspiracy novel Mm, yeah but you know he's got some hits and then uh and then you know they they some a dream catcher that's okay i think we all can understand it wasn't (laughs) the dream catcher about again alien butt worms awesome yeah it sounds good was that the one the movie was made out of yes yes it was yes oh yes okay 
that might need to be that might need to get on the old watch or read list oh yeah that's a patreon episode we'll just watch Dreamcatcher. we got to collect these patreon episodes of all the bad content we're gonna watch i believe we committed to the flintstones and now it's Dreamcatcher. and what a double feature that would be <laughs> which do we go for first because i know i'm gonna have a good time with flintstones that i can promise you i feel like we have to start with Dreamcatcher because okay we'll enjoy the flintstones we eat our veggies and then we can have dessert yeah exactly because that would be oh god what do they call themselves the bc-52s hell yeah just i'm my my cheeks they turn red whenever a pun is made Uh, even a dumb one i love it bc-52s it's just a it's just a movie just full of wordplay and 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 not exciting plot (laughs) launching Halle berry's career in the offset <laughs> yeah and and trying to keep kyle mclaughlin's afloat <laughs> he's got something to do dune wasn't his fault we know that. no it wasn't dune was fault i want to think showgirls wasn't either but that was a toughie mm, yeah showgirls now is more of an uh historical piece than anything else yeah 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 it's definitely a um oh now that i'm remembering correctly i think we also said on the podcast that we would watch caligula for patreon oh so. boy i, well, I genuinely be, be want three piece i listened to a podcast called history is sexy which is really good i highly recommend oh, it and yeah. they did an episode on caligula and and featured very heavily the the film and the more i hear about it the more i'm like I think I have to see this because it's it's supposed to be almost unbearable, and I'm 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 sort of perverse that way. I'm like I gotta try, right? Like you gotta. You have to expose yourself to the brutality. I agree with you. Like it's gotta be it's gotta be pretty bad. I think the fact that and we've said this on the podcast before, but I think the fact that it had to be funded in the middle by Penthouse because they ran out of money. But those are the people who are gonna fund your movie about the most depraved of the Roman emperors. Really? Mm. Okay. Cool. Get ready for some weird stuff, which is here. Also, the one of the very early and few film credits of one Richard Simmons. So that's important to see <gasps> oh, it for that. Wow. I didn't, oh, I didn't wait, know that. no. Wait, did I get it wrong? Was it Caligula or was he in Are you thinking of Helen no. Mirren? No. Like... I no, it was in it was Helen Mirren. No, I was thinking of John Gilgood. Is who I'm John Gilgood, of. yes. No, he was in sorry, I fucked this up hard. He was in Satyricon. He was in uh, Fellini Satyricon. I think John Gilgood might have also been in Caligula, though. No, John Gilgood was in Caligula. Oh, Richard Simmons, you mean, was in Satyricon. I understand. Richard Simmons was in Satyricon. He is, like, in a brief cameo where he is a, like, destitute instrumentalist just strumming a lyre as they walk through, mm. talking about the... I don't, I don't remember the lover that they're fighting about. I don't remember what Satyricon's about. That's the dream. That's the dream, is not remembering what Satyricon's about. Shall I move on to the second page? If you want. Like I'm not going to so. force you. Okay, so the second page is the shrink-wrapped envelope that comes with the card. Nice touch. I feel like cards that don't have that are a little on the cheap end, but that's just me. But the, that's the funny thing, Bobby, is that these are the discount cards, and they're all shrink-wrapped. Hmm. And I didn't know if, like, what are we missing over? Is it an aesthetic thing? Like, why are we not seeing that level of protection? Because you know I was walking in there with a homemade Frito bowl, which is when you, or whatever they call it, a Frito taco. What I did was I took a Frito bag. You all know what I'm talking about, a ding-dongs. And I filled it with hot chili and cheese. And then I went to the discount store to look at greeting cards. So my sloppy Frito best is going everywhere. But luckily... The shrink wrap plastic ensures that none of my bad snack choices get become anyone else's problem. But if I were to go to my local Piggly Wiggly where they don't have these shrink wrap messes, my Frito choice is going to be everybody else's mandatory Frito decision. <laughs> Listeners, and- hashtag Frito choice if you are <laughs> listening and you've got an opinion. When is the last time you dropped goop? Meat goop on uh, nope. No, I'm not going to call it that. Um, when's the last time you ruined <laughs> when, someone's no, experience in a store? When's the last time? Because a lot of our listeners are from the United States. So the four people that are listening in the United Kingdom, the one person listening in Australia, and the one person who I think listens in India. Thank you guys, but go ahead and have a seat. All right, for all you pigs in America, <laughs> remember how the many DEI times stuff? I mean, like I said, not doing great with the DEI. I'm trying. What are you talking about? I'm. I'm. I'm I am. Okay, fine. Everybody's a pig. Is that what you want me to say? Yes. Because I was about to do some harsh American insulting do right it. there. Do cool. It. Go for it. All right. Now. Guess what? You know you're right. This is about equity and inclusion, and I want you to know you're all pigs. So I want to know how often you went and brought your meat goop or veggie goop and accidentally got it on greeting cards and ruining other people's day the way I do. Okay? But why is this not every card so this doesn't happen? I don't know. I. <laughs> 
that's that's as far as I could take you. I will say just to mention spillage for just a second. I have in my life, not proud of it, but I have spilled an alcoholic drink on a very venerable neuroscience professor by accident. So that that's it's not a meat goop spill, but it is a spill nonetheless. Um, you spilled it on a professor. There was a situation in which I thought a bench was screwed down and it wasn't, and there was a bit of a seesaw action that happened, and therefore it oh, spilled. The drink. So they went they went flying. More like I got up, and then my weight undistribution sent them down further and then there was a bit of a spin. Oh no, was this like a symposium or something? No, luckily it was a uh, catered social event, but uh, luckily um, I wasn't taking the course at the time. Oh cool, so you could just get away with, so you, did you have a beverage, were you able to at least get a beverage yourself and enjoy? Oh sure, yeah, I was was having a gin rummy. You know? Oh, very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you at least got out there with like a fine beverage, some conversation, and there was a little bit of party fouls there. But you're never going to see that professor because they weren't part of your curriculum or anything. No, like until that. I did their budget, that then I then I had to see them again. But otherwise, uh, oh, that's pretty, not good. No, yeah. No. Did did they happen to bring it up then? <laughs> they did not. They were quite polite about it. I have to say, that's very gracious of them. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time. I definitely have spilled stuff on people. I remember in elementary school one time I was like eating some kind of chocolate ice cream cone, but it was not. It was like hot fudge. It wasn't like the kind that it was like magic shell. Mm. And I remember holding my hands out for some reason. I was, you know, I'm Italian American, so I was probably just saying something very uh, with full of expression. <laughs> you were just talking a, quietly. I was talking at a normal volume, which means both my hands were out, like a hawk going down the mountain. And all of a sudden, someone walked into my arm, and just a chocolate streak went right through their sweater. <laughs> and all I quietly said was just, "Sorry." And so this one was I'm kind of their free- fault. If this was basketball, they'd be charging. Like, like you were, yeah, you were yeah. there. Yeah, but I feel like my tone might have come off as a little bit like, sorry. Like, I didn't care, but it was more just like I didn't know how to do my tone at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sorry. And then they just walked away, and I never had to think about it again until right now. And that's what this podcast is for, is past drama. How could you know? You were only 25. I was only 25 at the time. I was I was doing uh, another round at second grade, seeing what I forgot, you know, getting my colors. Doing right a Billy Madison, that, you know? as they call it these days. Are those what the kids are doing? Is that the new TikTok trend is doing a Billy Madison, going back to school in our 20s? Trying to trying to get your like dad's hotel chain company, or I forget the plot, but I think that's it. Yeah, you're trying to get your dad's inheritance to the hotel, hotel chain company before the boner of a CEO or whatever gets it from under you because they've been working at the company forever and then they try to sabotage you but I don't remember how it really is like Donald Trump Jr.'s story I think like I think it is Madison was that tale never told I think they knew that those people were coming into power one way or another so better just better enjoy the satire now before it becomes illegal to do and it gets censored yeah enjoy listen if pooping in your pants is cool call me Miles Davis best line it's a good phrase it's a good phrase i does this this meditation page doesn't make me feel comfortable i i actually get very uncomfortable from looking at what look like these sweaty lines of plastic what about you yeah it's it's a little too plastic bag over the head kind of feel to it than (laughs) than anything else but that might be the cinematography for all i know i didn't do a good job it was i think you did a fine job but there's some plastic that just doesn't show up on camera that's kind of you it was um i think this plastic is not beneficial under remember this was a discount store deep fluorescent lighting Mm. like that heavy fluorescent lighting where you feel your skin drying as you walk in yeah i don't like that yeah 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 yeah. i've been having trouble not getting shadows in the photos these days for some reason the lights are always like directly over me and so there's no way unless i hold the card like up like this which is a dead giveaway i'm not gonna pay um (laughs) take a photo (laughs) do you worry about that where someone's gonna like come up to you and just be like you know you're really supposed to purchase i I think i have to like go find new stomping grounds because i'm sure they've seen me too often in the local right aid and they're like that guy never buys anything and he's always skulking around the cards I'm always afraid. I, today, I took a photo of a card for later usage, and I saw someone looking over at me because I was taking, like, multiple shots to get it right. And I was afraid they were going to approach me and be like, oh, sorry, do you intend to, like, maybe buy that? Because you know, those are for sale. Like, they were going to somehow get into my business about whether or not – because it does beg the question, is this theft? Or is this, like – what are they trying to do here? Yeah, you know what? I think we'll reckon with that when um, when the cease and desist come in. We'll, we'll take care of it. when. But until then, we we Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like a roller coaster. Woo! Listen, we haven't gotten it yet for the music on the podcast episodes. And uh, when we get the cease and desist for those, Dan's not going back and editing them. You're going to lose that episode. So get ready for some lost media, guys. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be part of the archives of things you remember kind of but can't get. Yeah. 
if if you like it now, get it on the Internet Archive where you can watch most free movies. And I don't know how they get away with it. No. Just get it on Internet Archives if you want it, guys. Yeah. It's a real it's a real fleshy plastic time there. Awful. Anyway, page three. <laughs> okay. No, Hasht- no, no. Hashtag fleshy plastic time. Sorry. Go ahead. Now, this I don't like because <laughs> we've gone completely black and white. <laughs> it's as though the camera watching these terrified koosh balls has zoomed out. So they're in the top left corner. Again, there's no color anymore. So now it looks terrifying because they look like a photo of that you'd see in a movie about a haunted house. Like these are the previous owners. And, and they are staring still into the white expanse before them that's seemingly endless. There's nothing else on the card. So now the, the photo that I praised on the front page only takes up about a sixth of the space on the card. And in the middle of the third page here, the stinger is in black text, have an eye popping birthday exclamation point. Now there's a lot of things I take umbrage with here, but, <laughs> but the one I'm going to start with is the most pedantic, which is eye popping should be hyphenated. So agreed. Agreed. I felt the same way. There is so much to dislike about the marriage that we now have between the main card front and the body of the card. And as we have said multiple times here on Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast, that middle ground, that third layer, that is your ace in the hole. That is your Hail Mary. That is your last chance to convince us that this is not going to poop. And you have done nothing here to help at all they physically backed away it's like the cameraman's like i i can't do it anymore i gotta go guys like they're where are you going take us with you yeah can't like like we said earlier veggie tails walk not only so you could not crawl that now you could just like lay over and show your belly and die that's just what the bear doesn't notice you that's clearly (laughs) chasing you hope it's a black bear and walks away as opposed to a brown bear that's like a meal's a meal and the worst about this is the lack of hyphenation between i and popping Mm. because it it just shows that not only could you not be bothered to turn on the color printer for this page, but you also couldn't be bothered to spell it correctly. You couldn't go through one round of spell check. <laughs> that would have been round one. Yeah, it would have caught it. It would have been that blue underline where they're like, it's not wrong, but you know it's wrong. Come on, Jim. Yeah, yeah. That that Like you said, that's the pedantry that is common of like your professor that's like, well, if you want this to go through Chicago style, we got to, mm-hmm. you know. K- you gotta, kissy this, face. <laughs> He just writes a kissy face next to it, you know, kissy face. just a just a teacher that writes the emojis. So just like like if they like something licking face, Ugh. wet emoji. I, I know. Oh, I would. Oh, man. If you're a professor that does that and writes them by hand, please message us on greetings. The greeting card podcast. I I. I don't want to hear from any of you except for that person. No, that's we we have an or an audience of one. We want that person. That's it. <laughs> it's just just trying as hard as they can to like appeal to their or yeah, like try to seem cool to their young students, but in the worst way possible. Holy cow! This sentence is, and then writes out the emoji for fire. <laughs> That'd be great. So Something with a peach, uh, I don't know. Sorry, good. No, say this is a letdown, man. <laughs> yep. I, they had me in the first half. You know, not going to lie. And then they really dropped the ball on this one here. And we're not done. I believe there's still t- there's still one more page at least. And then there's the, <laughs> the back flap. There's the element in the back that we can talk about. I, d- I do really appreciate, Bobby, your keen eye for design of something to something else. And, and by that weird sentence, I mean, I like that the top left image, yes, definitely looks like you throw on a gold frame around it and that is a mid 19th century photo of a pioneer family who just made it out to colorado without cholera like just they've lost four children but they're there or it says like last known photograph right below it yeah yeah exactly donner escorts last known in the sierra nevadas 1885 (laughs) the donner party was the same the office only recently became funny like (laughs) like it's only now we can start making jokes. yeah now we can start it was always too soon right before then to make donner party jokes well, there was Cannibal the Musical. That was pretty good. That's true. Yeah. That wasn't Donner Party, but it was the, basically the same animal. Credit where credit um, is due. I And the other thing is, like, growing up, like, you had to get, because it was kind of like a, like the kind of brand of Pogs. You wanted the Koosh Balls that were from the Donner Party series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Show it all the family members. Yeah, you sure did. And then they'd slowly disappear on your shelf every day. There'd be one less. And be like, where's that one? Like, don't worry about it. And then finally, at least about four or five of them make it out to San Diego. And... They don't talk about what they've experienced. And they open a zoo. Yeah. Did they? Oh, yes, of course. They bought one. 
That movie directly connects to the Donner Party Massacre. We bought a zoo. Well, the full title used to be We Did Unspeakable Things, comma, and then we bought a zoo. <laughs> they had to cut it down for the studios to approve of it. Yeah. So if I go on to page four or five, usually we don't get a fourth page, Dan, so this is exciting. You know what, Bobby? We normally don't, but there is a reason for this, and I think it will only make your blood boil further. There you go. Okay. Yeah, here we go. So- Okay, this card is really playing with my emotions here because I love a game (laughs) in a card. And so what we have here, listeners, is a maze that begins with the baby Koosh going through a maze that a kid can draw on. And it says, find the way to the birthday cake. So I kind of like that a lot. I don't know why this isn't the main card. Why wouldn't you put this on the third page or the, the reflection page? And it could be done by a kid. It seems nice. What I don't love so much is that so clearly printed in the bottom left corner is like a gigantic here's an answer how you get there (laughs) i don't mind that they have the answer key for the maze that's okay because i know sometimes little kids can't do it but it's so apparent like it's not even like you have to kind of do a little judging to kind of figure it out you can just flip that over and look immediately at the answer so i don't love that and this card is apparently by Millbrook Studio. Yes. And it costs 280, which is actually a pretty good deal for a card. A-line greetings.com, A-line Atlantic Incorporated, Cornerbrook NL. Designed in Canada. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Can I guess? I'm going to say <laughs> is that Newfoundland's Labrador? Let's see. NL Province is is it Newfoundland? It is Newfoundland. Yes. Well done. Ah, Newfoundland. Yes. I don't know why I threw Labrador in. And there. Labrador. You're, you're right. Funny. I'm sorry. Newfoundland and Labrador. Wow. Way to go. Is it really? Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. The great. easternmost oh. province of Canada in the country's Atlantic region. We could do it like ooh. a ooh, like come visit Newfoundland and Labrador. Ooh, what is like a city in Newfoundland, Labrador? Well, I'll tell you, Dan. Thanks, Bobby. The capital is St. John's, mm. and the largest metro area is Greater St. John's. Like the wart. Yes. <laughs> or, okay. or the saint. Or the well, I liked my thing. <laughs> I think I got confused because for a minute I thought Halifax was there, but then I realized that's in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. I've never been up to that part of Canada. No, me neither. I've been to Quebec City, which is beautiful, but that's as far mm. north as I've gone. Uh, which isn't yeah. very, not very far north. And I'll just mention this really quickly as an aside with nothing to do. The name, <laughs> quote, New Foundy Landy, unquote, was uttered by King Henry VII about the land explored by Sebastian and John Cabot. Now, I know they didn't pronounce the E's, but I do like to think King Henry VII said, hmm, New Foundy Landy, eh? Hmm, Keep going, boys. New Foundy Landy. <laughs> like, he, he said it in a very uncomfortable way that, like, the other sailors were just like, all right, all right, a little too... But, you know. They're, they're trying to describe to him, like, we found a new part of the Canadian coast. It's a little bit more north. We think there's great fishing up there. And he's like, mm, Newfoundy Landy, you said, shut up, shut up, shut up. We're going to go. We're going to go find more of it. We'll name it after you. We'll right. Go away. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. BRB. Going to go see if there's good salmon export here or whatever. <laughs> see if there's logging to be done, which there probably was. Logging to be done. Logging to be done. It, it is it, it Going back to Old English and seeing if they do the ease, that must make it a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. They must have made that mistake. It's kind of like... When I found out that there is no C in the Roman language, like Roman uh, Latin language, so that like Caesar would have probably been pronounced like Kaiser. Or oh Kaiser. yeah, that's right. And there's no yeah. um, there's no V's or U's, right? Is one one was a V or a U? I can't remember. I I believe that's the case. Mm. I can't remember exactly, but yes, you're you're right. At least in the in the spelling, U's and V's were used like in intermit interchangeably. Yeah, I believe is what it is. Yeah. So. Going back to the complete opposite of a romance language, which is this maze, is there's nothing romantic about it. It is a rough, gruff maze that does seem fun because, yes, I we I don't want to come off as a hypocrite. In cards past, we've absolutely celebrated anything with an activity, and this is no exception to the rule. This looks like a fun activity for kids to do, especially young ones. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is that the answer is right there waiting for you. Throw this on the front of the card. This card is a lot of empty. For a celebration, yeah, this is, is the fun part. Why not start here? Yeah. I mean, if I was a kid and this was my card, I can't say I'd be very excited about my birthday. You kind of get me at the front because we've got colors, we've got graphic designs, yeah. we've got, you know, it's getting there. And then it's white. And then the middle is just black and white. Mm. And then you basically just say the same thing you said at the beginning as you said in the middle. You just decided to put a misspelled word in the middle of it. So instead of happy birthday, you just say have an eye popping birthday, <laughs> which let's go back to that. Yeah. What is what is an eye popping birthday? Can we say? Well, uh, oh, boy, I didn't think I'd have to explain. I imagine it's when you catch your pets having sex and you're like, well, <laughs> you know, like. 
you know, you're, you're like, it's, yeah. it's your 10th birthday. You're having a good time. There's party hats. There are four children there who are your, your mom tells you are your friends. And then you just go there, in the backyard yeah, yeah. and they're like, why are those two dogs fighting? And your mom's like, don't look at that Jiblo. Don't look at that Jiblo. Come on, get back here. Get back here. I've made you a fine mustard cake. Don't look at that. Stay indoors now. It's Dijon. It's Dijon cake. How was your birthday? It was uh, pretty nice. We played Backyard Jesus Camp. We had a mustard cake. I watched two dogs have sex. I ripped up a twister mat. You know, it was pretty good. I ripped up a twister mat. I was allowed to watch my older cousins play DDR for an hour. (laughs) The only song they did was Smile DK's Little Butterfly. (laughs) My cousin was getting really mad and stomping up a bunch because he wasn't getting a perfect. He said he was going to join the army. Then he said he was going to join the Merchant Marines. (laughs) We played with this. We played with this lighter in the backyard for 15 minutes. Overall, pretty good then, birthday. Yeah, I've got. I can't wait to be 30. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I was going to go the opposite. I was like, I can't wait to turn eight. Okay. I, I think I almost said I can't wait to be baptized, which is like <laughs> the best line in the new Clone High series. I thought it was. It's just them cheerfully in Southern voice going, "I can't wait to get baptized." <laughs> best line ever why like yeah it's just so much about this just feels so very slapdash and we've talked about whether or not it's an ai thing or whether or not it's an apathetic card maker thing or whether or not it's just churn these things out as quickly as possible but this i think has taken the cake and i'm going to keep looking for ones that there is just so little care for and while the beginning kind of starts off as a fun i like to think that was made with a little bit of interest or investment the rest of it was made for the cold, grim capitalist purposes of just getting this thing out there. Mm. And just we always think Canada is purer than us. It turns out they have flaws too, people. Absolutely. Oh, listen, they are. They stand to net profit the same way we do here in the U.S. of A. So mm-hmm. if it's not coming from Uncle Sam, it's coming from Mother Canada. And sometimes she can she can be a, a staunch capitalist like a, like old U.S. is. Did you know there isn't even a real Tim Horton? I've been told. What? Who's the one that gives me the double double then? Uh, whoever it is, he he ain't Tim. If there's no Tim Horton, then whose bits am I eating? <laughs> I'm eating somebody's bits. <laughs> Gross. Gross indeed. I've only been to a Tim Horton's. No, I've been twice. I think one time I did get a double double with their donut, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" So it's just Krispy Kreme in Canada. Got mm-hmm. it. That might get us a lot of ire. I don't know. I'm not sure if people have like strong love for Tim Hortons where if you say something bad about it, you're immediately on like a hit list. Let's poke the bear and we'll see what happens. Hey guys, this is a great place to see if we're going to get the ire of threat emails. Go ahead and send it to us if you don't like what we said about Tim Hortons. If someone made fun of Wawa food, I wouldn't defend it. I think I would just say you can like it if you do if you don't that's i would just I like explain it. why they're incorrect and if they wouldn't accept yeah. that then that's fair enough oh yeah it's time for a, it's time for a one hour synopsis come have a seat make sure you're hydrated yeah. too bad you should have gone to the bathroom so hoagie fest formerly hoagie feist from the old country <laughs> exactly comes from the old german word meaning a festival of the hoagies every midsummer we'd go up to the deep forest and present our leavened bread to animals to which they'll take their sliced preserved meat products <laughs> There's nothing more holier for the pagan gods than a hoagie. That's right. Pagan god holy fest, hoagie fest. So you gave me a a little extra page here that I do not like. Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh, yes. So this this isn't really a page of the card, (laughs) but we're we're diving in because Dan found this card under the designation, quote, boy birthday, unquote. Boy birthday. (laughs) We're talking Papa John's pizza. We're talking all the cheat codes to GoldenEye 007 on the N64, including the one where your head's really big. We're talking borrowing your brother's laptop, and even though he's got parental controls, you type in, like, boobs really quick and see what you get, and immediately close the laptop when you see something uh, saucy. And you all, and you all giggle, and then you go into, you like, giggle. let's watch Lord Slug and the Dead Zone DBZ movies back-to-back, <laughs> and then one of you falls asleep, and the other ones all sort of shrug and say, I guess we all have to go to sleep. <laughs> you all have to go to sleep, but you won't go to sleep because you'll just be making noises the entire night, and then one of the kids will have to go to the bathroom, and you'll all laugh about it for four hours until the sun goes up and it, how can you sleep you're drinking the most nuclear of sodas available which is either one of the many styles of mountain dew or probably not even that good your your mom probably got you like a type of shasta that's like fruit punch flavored soda which i didn't even know was a thing until now <laughs> so we're talking boy birthdays no girls allowed we're playing with our friends lighter because he brought it that is what makes it. But what? This is not a boy birthday card. No. What makes this a boy birthday? There are, in fact, not to put too fine a point on it, but they're 
emphatically sexless beings. You could tell they're just <laughs> balls of color. They're, they're, it could be anything. They, they try very hard to gender them at the beginning in our traditional. I suppose so, what, yeah. In what is anticipated. I mean, it's blue, pink, and green. I think it, you know, it fails because it doesn't matter. But yes, they, they, they very, uh, in the traditional gender fashions, try their best. But ultimately, yes, this is a genderless card. This is for boys. This is for girls. And this is for anybody mm-hmm. who would like to celebrate in the abyss with us. But the fact that they kept it on, and it's just, again, it's the most joyless, like, aerial font on white cardstock background. Boy birthday. Boy birthday. <laughs> just just a boy birth of its times. There is nothing very celebratory about this card setup. I would. Say. I want to sample the way you said "boy birthday" and do some sort of house techno music. It's like boom, 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 boom. Boy birthday. Boom. Boy birthday. Boy birthday. Well, listen, before we get on the EDM hits, we're going to try to bring back Electric Zoo, but make it so that you can actually go to the thing. Before we do that, we do have to ask Bobby of the mess that is this card going one way or another and just prodding us like a bear in, in that way. Where would you put this card on the fridge? This one played tug of war with me. I had, it had me, it lost me. It had me, it lost me. I don't rightly know what to make of it. I probably have to keep it, but I'm putting it near the bottom center of the fridge. Cause those eyes, I just can't have them staring at me face level. I just can't, I can't mm. cotton to that, but I don't dislike it. I think I would have found it so odd. I almost have to keep it. So not going to be one I see very often, but I won't throw it away. Okay, that's very fair. Like, you're you're willing to keep it around, but at the same time, a distance has to be Observed, set. yes. I've asked you to observe. This is a permanent six-foot distance, mm-hmm. regardless of where we are with COVID. It's like, no, you've. this is not a sometimes thing. This is not a it's been lifted. This is not a you got the booster. This is a forever thing. That's right. I am with you on that. There is nothing outwardly so egregious. I feel like this is like a Ferrero Rocher if it instead had a cherry bomb in the middle of it. One way or another. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And delicious. One way or another, I'm going to be angry if I spend too much time with it. But if it's on the fridge, there's no reason for me to get angry from the outset. Mm -hmm. But the idea of like waking up at three in the morning because I made anchovy pasta again and didn't drink any water with it. And now I've woken up just biblically dehydrated. And I need to get some seltzer in my body now before before things things <laughs> I need take to a get real a fruit punch soda from the from the, the <laughs> mini fridge. I have to get a fruit punch shasta. I'm right in the middle. My older brother taught me about the Super Mario Brothers live movie, and he says they you say the word butt breath in it. So I'm really excited. Before I get there, I see these eyes looking at me from across the blackened, lightless kitchen, like just staring at me there. And I'm a grown man. <laughs> And that would still scare me. Oh, yeah. I, I, there's just something about it where I don't like the idea of, of jutting out eyes looking at me They're in that way. They're so, screaming in, the, in these photos. I, I was even willing to go with it for the first page. But once they go black and white, I'm like, that's it. This is haunted. I'm out of here. No, that, that's a family that eternally is seeing a ghost. Yeah. They are always seeing spirits past them. This is like when my rabbit would just stare off into the sky and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're looking at like demons. Mm. You you have that thing where you can like when babies can like communicate with the afterlife, they say right after they're born. It's a fun theory. Um, this is the same <laughs> theory thing. is a strong so. word. Let's say a fun thing people have said. <laughs> You're so desperate to put scientific reasoning behind Goo Goo Gaga. You can just say they don't know how to talk. That's fine. They just don't have object permanence. That's fine. Exactly. No one blames them. Yeah. I Listen, sometimes when something's gone for me, I'm like, yeah, I lost it forever. It's fine. I'm just an adult and keep on moving and just get sad about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for this, I also don't think it has earned being completely taken out. It's not a hell card. But what we're going to do is unprecedented for my ratings. We're going to put it on the side of the fridge. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, I want this on the left side of the fridge where it's still magnetic, but it's next to the stove in my apartment. So that card always has the risk of getting burned up and I won't be sad about it. But you won't throw it out. I won't throw it out. Mm. It's not it doesn't it does it hasn't earned that. You got to be bad. All right. I mean, our track record here at Greetings is you've got to be a bad card. Yeah, you've got that's a, true. We've only a, we've only consigned like maybe four or five cards in total to the flames yeah. that way. You've got to be responsible for a deep sin that you've committed personally. This is more of like an original sin of the card, mm. and I can't in good conscience damn it for that reason. It didn't earn that. Well, so fair enough. Unless I change otherwise, and maybe I don't get scared of it, and maybe I grow to love these little kushbalk creatures, but they haven't earned my love, and I still haven't 
gotten through the maze, even though the answer is right there. So fuck it. Well, fair enough. Exactly. I think you stuck to your guns and I respect that. Thanks, man. I appreciate you saying that. And as always, I appreciate you doing this recording with me, Bobby, at our eternal boys sleepover that we have. We're in the basement right now. We've got every flavor of Mike and Ike's that is licorice. And we're about to uh, we're about to pop on the uh, Thomas Crown Affair because I hear that's a great uh, movie that kids like. I hear it's got stockings in it, which is as brave as I'm going to get when I start to have my budding sexual awakening. Absolutely. I hear Pierce Brosnan finally puts it in. <laughs> I can't wait to get up two hours earlier than you and just sort of walk around until someone else wakes up. <laughs> Yeah, you're just like going to the window. You're sort of like trying to go back to bed, but you just can't because you're like way too excited. You can't even play Bomberman because it'll wake everybody else up. So you just have to kind of stare. Well, because your parents have a code on the TV, so you're not able to like get through it. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to wake everybody up. and You really don't want to wake them up. But you start staring into the older brother's bedroom, see what he's up to. He's got a he's got an insane clown posse poster. And you're like, man, I can't wait until I'm 17. (laughs) And again, you're a 30 year old man. (laughs) That wasn't abundantly clear. It wasn't abundantly clear. But what is abundantly clear is that you should subscribe to us at Greetings Pod on Instagram. Well, that's not where you subscribe to us. That's where you look at our content. Look, here's what you do in this order. First, <laughs> subscribe to us on whatever the hell you listen to podcasts. Check. In this case, Apple Podcasts. Check. Two, go subscribe to us, i.e. follow us at Greetings Pod on Instagram or at Greetings Cast on X. Check. Lastly, Go write a review for us. Say that we're cool, that we're pretty, that we're cute, that we're fun, that we're definitely want to take us out to the homecoming. And that would make us feel a lot better. I don't know why you're not doing it. Yeah, it's Sadie Hawkins, which means no one can ask anyone out. You just have to show up and hopes the eye contact was enough. We call that a Sadie Hawkins X, which X dance, which means nobody can ask anybody. You have to just blindly dance on the floor. And if you accidentally do a little boot scoot boogie next to somebody, that's your date for the night. That's right. Bobby, boot scoot boogie before my mom makes us go to bed and then we quietly watch something on Skinamax. I just got to be careful not to step on the empty Capri Sun packets, but I am right there with you. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I forgot my glute medication. (laughs) Gotta go home. I gotta go home. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye, Dan. Bye, Bobby. Is it time to bring back WWE? Did it ever go away? You decide. But is it fine with the record? Yes, it is. Okay, it's fine with the recording. Great. The gods have smiled on us once again. The gods have smiled upon us. Okay. Beautiful. Fresh. Fine. I didn't get caught in the rain today, so it doesn't feel like rain on my wedding day. It feels like sunshine on my the bar mitzvah that I insisted I have as an adult, and we are going to theme it after the... Uh, film Cinderella that Brandy was in.